In February 2020, the world did not know much about the SARS-CoV-2 virus or COVID-19. In light of the uncertainty surrounding the virus and the disease, perhaps medical state of emergency decrees were understandable. But are they still appropriate now? The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Twenty-one months ago, virtually every jurisdiction in the United States declared a medical state of emergency, essentially out of ignorance and fear. But 21 months later, we know essentially everything we need to know. In other words, SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 are no longer a mystery. Here in November 2021, every single state has done away with social distancing mandates, and 44 of the 50 states have done away with mask mandates, as I'm sitting here talking to you today. Interestingly, four of the six states that still have mask mandates, they're seeing their new daily infections increase, while the vast majority of states that have done away with their mask mandates are seeing their cases decline and in a few cases remain flat. Down in the notes, I'll post a link to my presentation discussing the efficacy of mask wearing or the lack thereof. Despite government and media propaganda, nearly everyone who's eligible for vaccination has been vaccinated in the United States. I'm going to let me show the math with you. As of November 2nd, the CDC said 224,846,000 Americans had already received vaccination. There are 48 million Americans under 12 who have not been eligible to be vaccinated. Subtracting the ineligible leaves 285,500,000 Americans eligible for vaccination. That means only 60,600,000 Americans who are eligible have not been vaccinated. How many of that 6,600,000 have prior infection immunity? If we use the percentage of people in the United States estimated by the CDC, who have prior infection immunity, which is 69% of the U.S. population, that means 41,800,000 of that 60,600,000 have prior infection immunity, leaving just 18,800,000 or 5.6% of the eligible population without prior infection immunity or having been vaccinated. Phrased another way, 94.4% of the eligible population has either been vaccinated or has prior infection immunity. 94.4%. Is that still an emergency? If we go back to the early part of 2020, the medical community was uncertain what the best means were for treating people with COVID-19, especially severe COVID-19. Today, we are much more proficient at that. I should point out that with 94.4% of the eligible population having been vaccinated or having prior infection immunity, people are still dying of COVID-19. Should these medical declarations, these state of emergencies persist if anyone is dying of COVID-19? If so, these medical states of emergency are going to remain in place for years. Is that what you want? Despite government and media's best propaganda efforts, fear of SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19 has dropped dramatically. It's virtually non-existent in the population generally. I live in a community with an exceptionally high level of elderly, sort of a quasi-retirement community. 
And when I speak to elderly people around town, the number one response I hear from people is, I'm so over it. And of course, if the elderly who are at the greatest risk, if they're over it, yeah, then most of the population is over it. Is the standard for lifting these medical states of emergency that SARS-CoV-2 disappears? Well, if that's the standard, then these medical states of emergency in the various states will remain in place for years and years and years because the vaccines have made it impossible to reach herd immunity level. Remember when a year ago the false narrative circulating in the media was that we could not hit herd immunity without vaccination? Well, now the truth is that we cannot hit herd immunity because of a significant major failing in the vaccines. I'll put a link below down in the descriptions concerning why the vaccines have prevented herd immunity and also covers the bogus claims these Studies that were funded for no better reason than to create headlines, false headlines, that the vaccines do create memory T-cells. I go into why those studies are scientifically not correct and how they should have been done correctly if the agenda had been to get the scientific facts out. With the vaccines having prolonged the presence of SARS-CoV-2 for an indeterminable period of time, perhaps decades... Do we want these medical states of emergencies to continue for years or decades? Governors are politicians, and politicians will leave these medical states of emergency in place as long as they want to, unless or until they believe that to leave those emergency declarations in place risks them being reelected. If they believe continuing the medical state of emergency will cost them reelection, they'll get rid of it. And this is why. <laughs> You haven't heard a peep out of the media about these ongoing medical states of emergencies, because if they were to talk about them, that would remind you, the public, that they're still in place. And with them comes essentially dictatorial-type powers. And if you're reminded that these declarations that are still in place are the source of that dictatorial-type power, you might insist that the politicians terminate those medical state of emergency declarations. I've just reminded you that they're still there. They're still in effect. So now, if you want them to go away, if you want those dictatorial powers to end, it's up to you. Speaking of political shenanigans, government shenanigans, I want to encourage you to run over to DrReality.News. Grab yourself a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Myths and or Body Science because they are filled with facts, data, and evidence that show that the establishment has lied to you on the topics covered in each of those books, has lied to you for decades in the case of income tax shattering the that they've lied to you when they said that if you're an American citizen living in one of the 50 states and you get up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, get the kids off to school, go to work, earn a living, and collect a paycheck, you owe some of that to the United States government. That is an absolute falsehood, and I lay it out. I lay from 1895, the Pollock case, all the way into the 21st century. And it's not me talking. It's the government talking, Congress with its statutes, the Treasury Department with its regulations, Treasury decisions, Treasury orders, Supreme Court decisions, internal IRS documents that the IRS never thought the public would get their hands on. And it's all laid out, it's all consistent, and it all says the same exact thing. 
It's not you the income tax has been imposed upon. The only difference between people like me and the hundreds of thousands of other people who are aware is that we actually took the time to to look at the information. In this case, you can read 408 pages and know this for an absolute fact. Body science, it's a groundbreaking book on human physiology with an emphasis on nutritional physiology, and you will find out why the establishment lies have caused the United States to be the most ill society, especially concerning chronic disease, in the history of the world. And all you have to do is breeze through body science, and at the end, when you close that final page, you will know how to be completely and utterly healthy. In addition to you getting some fabulous information that will, if you let it change your life, it also helps me. If you go out and purchase a copy of Income Tax Shattering the Mist, Body Science, or a couple of other publications that are there, financially speaking, you help me to continue to be here like this for you. Thanks.